Oh, That's Random Podcast. The show with a spin on everyday real life. Random topics that will have you like, what? With that guy, your guy, the one and only Nerdy G. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Oh, That's Random Podcast. You heard the man. I am that guy, your guy, the one and only Nerdy G. Thanks you for tuning in. Yes, if my if my voice sounds a little different, yeah, I'm kind of getting under the weather, but I got that tea, that honey, that echinacea, that ginger root, and all that good old stuff on deck. So uh, we're going to get through this show today, seamlessly through, but uh, if you wonder why my voice sounds a little different. That's the reason why. But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into this. Uh, getting right back into this. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's me. It's nerdy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that good old stuff. Yo, uh, today I'm talking about men. Straight up men, right? Um, I probably dabbled in this conversation once before, but I am thinking I'm a, you know, it, it, it's been a, a topic of conversation uh, the past few days or the past couple days for me. Basically saying, hey, what is a man? What what is a man? What is your definition of a man? Who is a man? What is what is a man supposed to do? All these type of things, and uh, it kind of went. Uh, the topic or the conversation came back up because of a viral video uh, from Anthony Mackie when he was on the Wendy Williams show. I know if you haven't seen it, I'm gonna give you kind of like the highlight. I ain't got the time to play it, but whatever the case may be. But basically, what he said is, you know, uh, you know. If daddy want a sandwich, you make daddy a sandwich. Simple, easy peasy. It is what it is. Daddy, you daddy want a sandwich, you make daddy a sandwich. Wendy Williams gave him a little pushback. He was like, yo, look, if somebody, if you my girl, and somebody come up to you and talk to you sideways out their neck, she was like, yeah, I want you to slap him up. I want you to slap him up. Right. If she getting ready to get into the car, you want me to open up that door. Right. Cool. If the chick come at dinner, she wants you to pay for it. Right. Cool. But so if daddy want a sandwich, you make daddy a sandwich. Basically, that's the whole gist of the deal. Right. Even though that seems like that's some 1940s, 1950s type of thinking. But, you know, growing up and coming up, that's, you know, that's how some of our parents, how our grandparents run and how they operate their households. Right. Uh, there was some more stuff on there because, you know, she said she don't agree with calling uh, a man daddy or whatever the case may be Whatever that issue is It is what it is um, Some men like that Women call them daddy Some of them don't like it It's your preferences It is what it is right But the topic is The the conversation is around Can that still exist today If daddy asks for a sandwich You can go You go make daddy a sandwich um, Yes it can exist in today's world If you ask me But with some stipulations, right? And those stipulations come from how the child was raised, hands down. In both, on both sides, on the female side and on the male side. Because one person just can't be for it and the other person is not for it. Both people have to kind of be on the same page. I believe that. I get that. Both people have to be on the same page and to under. To be able to understand 
yeah, I saw my I saw my great grand I saw my grandparents do this, and I saw my parents do this. This is something that hey, I'm growing up, and this is what I'm seeing. So nine times out of ten, we normally do the things that we see when we're grow when we're growing up because if it works in our eyes, my parents are still together. They've been together forty plus years. My grandparents been together sixty plus years. It works, so maybe there's something to it. You grew up in a single parent in a single parent home. Maybe you don't see that. Maybe you don't get a chance to see that. Maybe mom or maybe dad brings they little dip offs, they little eye candy, yum yum drop drop gum drops or whatever over when you go to sleep. Maybe you never get to see that. Like, I don't think parents think about that enough. Like, hey, we have to give our child an image or we have to, our children are always watching us no matter what they see, no matter what we think they don't see. They're always watching us. So if we, you know, doing some slick shit outside the house, whether it's selling drugs or, you know, just, you know, flipping tricks or whatever the case may be, they see that. You, you don't, you can't, you know, you can't hear the noises in the middle of the night and not want to get up and say, what the fuck going on? Kids are nosy. Kids want to see. Like I say, you never know what they watching, but we got to put some type of image out there because if we, we got to put some type of image out there for our children to see so that they can have some type of sense when they get a little bit older, this whole new wave of giving them options and letting them figure it out, yo, that's going to be a catastrophe fuck. It's going to be a clusterfuck is what it's going to be. You don't have to believe me, but believe me, it's going to be a clusterfuck because if you don't have any guidance, if you don't have anything to look towards to, to identify with, to say, yo, I can deal with this, or yo, I can rock with this because for whatever reason, this has worked for y'all then of course at some point you know curiosity kicks in and you start asking questions as you get older but if you don't give them anything to look forward to or anything for them to go off of then what they might create or come up with in their mind on one hand could be beautiful on the other hand it could be a dark twisted fantasy and we like i don't know where they got that from Right, because we didn't give them any guidance or we didn't give them anything to see. We talk about it in TV. Oh, well, I didn't grow up on TV. When I grew up on TV, I didn't, I didn't see myself being represented or I didn't see anything that looked like me when I was on TV or growing, when I was watching TV growing up. But technically, you kind of did, right? When you think about the family matters, you think about step-by-step, step, you think about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you think about family ties. All of those shows that kind of incorporated family, right, when you look at what what it was, two parent households. Even when Will Smith had his uh, show, All of Us, where you know it was the transition from ex wife to new wife, and how that even went with the kid, that was something new. That was something kind of like, oh, okay, uh, a little, a little, in my opinion, a little bit ahead of its time because you know we we haven't seen nothing like that on TV where. Boom, you know what I'm saying. Even the movie, uh, two guys, uh, was it three guys and a baby? Even that was a little risky. Like, oh, <laughs> like we can't. Like it, it's just one of those things where the country 
was like society at at large was like nah nah we gonna let it we gonna let it rock as a comedy but we don't believe that three men could care for a child like that was so far fetched for them back then but that was a comedy that was something stepping out on the ledge once again if that were, movie were to be made today nobody would better eye nobody would think twice about it or have anything to say about it they'll just be like okay cool it is what it is but moving like. Seeing those images like on TV, you look at the Disney Channel, you look at the kids growing up, but was it Drake and Cody or Zach and Cody or whatever it is growing up in that hotel, um, whatever little show that Zendaya was on. When you look at those things, right, you look at those things and you see the imagery, it's a two-parent household all the way through and through. Two-parent household all the way through and through. And, yeah, they see that, but then, of course, when you realize, okay, hey, that's TV. But in my real life, what I see when I wake up and, out of, and get out of my bed and walk into my living room or walk into my kitchen or whatever the case may be, it might just be mom there. It just might be just dad there by himself, right? And that's all they get to see. And that kind of breeds, in my opinion, that kind of breeds a sense of loneliness. I don't know attachment. I don't have to be attached to people I grow up and I see my dad just be by himself. But when I go to bed at nighttime, he tagging all kinds of, or when I'm not in his presence, he got all kinds of women. But I would never know that because he doesn't do it in my presence. Okay. I feel like I'm getting a little bit off topic here because it's all about um, this, you know, what makes a good man or what is a man, right? Because that's where they came from, right? That's, that's that old school thinking of, you know, I'm the man, I pay the bills, I cut the grass, I take the trash out, uh, I provide, I, I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm the lead provider in this household. Yeah, that's old school, that's what they do, right? I come home, I give you the check, you you pay all the bills. My, my check pays all the bills, I give you my check, you make sure that the household is taken care of. Don't have to worry about paying bills. Because I came home, I gave my check to a responsible ass woman, and that responsible woman is going to make sure that there's always food on the table. She's going to make sure that the whole house good. <coughs> She's going to make sure kids got clothes. She's going to make sure that the kids got school supplies, X, Y, and Z. Can that still exist today? Yes. Is it challenging today? Yes. And the reason why it's challenging because there are more women in the workforce. But also, too, to say that there's more women in the workforce is more women uh, waiting to have children. And some men, the moment that they get married, they'd be like, yo, I'm ready to have a baby. If they don't already have one, they're kind of like ready to get, get that family piece started. Like once you get married, it's like, oh, yo, get married, enjoy like maybe one or two years of marriage, and then, yo, let's go ahead and get this baby in you, and let's start our family, right? Even though the family has already started from the time that you say it, I do. It's that. But, like I say, if we go about how society, or the way my thought process of how society wants things, right? You want to have a baby right during the time where you're about to take off in your career. If you are going to have a baby right when the time you're about to take off in your career, allegedly where society say you're supposed to be taking off in your career, and we run into some issues. We run into some real big issues, right? How is that? How 
how does that man today, how does that man today look, right? Because you got women out there saying, hey, I don't need a man. I grew up, I watched my mama do it by herself. I grew up and watched my daddy do it by herself. I don't really need a man. I can do it by myself too. My single parent home showed me that I can do it by myself and I don't really need anybody else. It's not that you need that person, but it would be nice just to, uh, it would be it would it would be nice just to have a person to, you know, it it, it would be have a per, nice to have a person to help you with, you know, some of these bills. It would be nice to have a person to go out with and laugh and joke and um, enjoy life with. It would be nice, but because we see so much independence and I got to be on my own, I got to be strong, I got to be this, I got to be that. It's gonna be tough to find a person, or it's gonna be challenging to find a person that will go make daddy a sandwich, right? Um, simple. It is. It, it, it's just that simple. I mean, I'm no knock. Of course, this is Women's Month, right? There's no knock in my in my in my opinion. There is no knock against any woman that's joining going into the workforce and trying to go out and live out her dreams. I'm all for it. I don't care. Go live your dreams. Go be happy. I feel like if you're happy in what you're doing for a living, I think that you should be happy in your personal life as well. Um, sometimes it's not always the case. And that comes with bumping your head a couple times. I don't believe that, you know, some of these people are on a third and fourth marriages and you look at some of these successful people, it's a reason why they're on their third and fourth marriages because they had to bump their head because being successful takes you to a whole nother level. It puts you in a different mindset. You you are more confident than what you really were. You're doing a bunch of you're doing a bunch of things and something's gonna get left behind. Multitasking in my in my mind is a bunch of BS. Because you need to focus 100% on what it is in front of you to be successful. You need to give it your all. If I'm giving 50% over here, 25% over here, 10% over there, 15 whatever, something's going gonna to lose out. So if you give 100% to your career, your personal life is going to suffer. If you give 100% to your personal life, you depending on how good you are, your career might just be coasting like or just on like autopilot or something like that. I believe that's what I believe. You have to find a balance is what they say. You have to find some type of balance. But back to the man, because women say, Hey, I want a I want a man. Well what man do you want? What kind of man do you want? Because whatever male role model that you had growing up in your life, that's how you see a man to be. And it could be positive or it could be negative. There are a bunch of women out there that believe men ain't shit. And I I have nothing to say to them um, other than that's not all men. That's my that that's that's my only thing that I can say to them. That's not all men. The men that you probably seen, the men that probably keep coming into your line of vision may just be pieces of shit. And that's real. 
vice versa. Same thing with men. Same thing with men looking at women. Sometimes, yo, <coughs> it's like when you say, damn, why I keep on getting the same type of girl? Different, different. Why I keep on getting the same type of girl? You know what I'm saying? Different body style, different ethnicities, but I still get the same chick. Or I just, I'm just attracting douchebags. Or I'm just a- attracting not the, not the brightest woman. Yeah, that 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 says something, right? That says something, but that doesn't mean that you have to settle for that. That doesn't mean that you have to just kind of keep like picking through because you know some of us out here in life are picky, right? Um, but a man. What is a man? A man is what that man decides to be. That man has a choice, right? Not all men are handy. Trust me, they aren't. Not all men are tech savvy. Not all men are intellectual. Not all men can read books and and go out and and, and have a conversation um, about nothing. Because that's what some men do. Some, you know, there are some people out there that just read a bunch of books and then can't go out and have a damn regular conversation. Yeah, I read all these books. Well, such and such says, such and such said, but what do you say? Tell me what do you say? What is your original thought that you have outside of the books that you read? All I'm saying is there are many different types of men. But to say that a man is one thing and every man in this world needs to aspire to be that exact man, that ain't. That that's not it's not idealistic. That's not idealistic, right? Um let's let's put it on me. I'm a handyman. I'm handy. But guess what? I got a little money. So I'm gonna go outside if something's wrong. Let's just say here we go, transparency. Had a water leak. Looked at it. Damn. Let me see what I can do. And say, no, nah, you know what? That's not for me. You know what I did? Went right in the house, grabbed my phone, got my little thumbs, put those to work, made a phone call, pulled out the card, swiped, done deal. Guess what? Don't make me less of a man. I prefer to use my brain than use my hands. That's me. That's the kind of man I am. Can I use my hands? Yes. Am I handy? Yes. Do I know my way around a drill? Yes. Do I know how to change a tire, change alternator, do some minor maintenance on a car? I do. Do I know how to pay attention and listen to my woman? I do. Do I know how to surprise her? I do. Do I know how to get up and go to work and make sure that I work hard and keep a job and know how to make sure that I can provide for my family? I do. But I'm not the type of person, I'm not the type of person that's going to say it's my way or the highway when it comes to me and my woman. We have conversations about things. We, we we talk together. This is a together thing. If I wanted to be my way and always my way, guess what? I don't need a second person in my life. I don't. If I wanted everything to be my way and not value anybody else's opinion, I would just do it my damn self. I don't need nobody else. I don't need a wife. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need a woman. I don't need nothing. I can do that all by myself. And save me the arguments or the, uh, or the unwanted discussions. But because of how we are, if I say, hey, can you make me a sandwich? Mine has no problem with doing that. But it's a give and take. If she say, can you make me a sandwich? 
or can you make me a bowl of cereal? I got you. It is is nothing to make a bowl of cereal. We work together. It goes both ways. This, hey, you do this, you do that. No, like I I flip it up. Like, yo, when it comes to the tech, I'm the guy. When it comes to the coupons and saving on the deals and everything like that, she the woman. You, you defer to her. What we do is what we take is we take the best of us. We share it with one another, and then we defer to each other in those realms because this is what you do. You're great at this. You can outdo me in this with your damn eyes closed. You know what I'm saying? When you turn around and you look, um, when you turn around and you look and you say, damn, like, okay, cool. Like, that's how I like it in my life. I think I just lost my train of thought. It's okay, cool. But that's how I like it in my life. Yo, the best of us, and we're we're, we're bouncing off each other. So that barbaric, gender-specific roles, you call, you take out the trash, you do this, you do that. No, doesn't make me less of a man at all. Do I need to be the hardest person in the room? No, I'm going to use my brain. I'm going to use my brain. Do I need to be, do I need to, Put my family in harm's way. Do I need to put my woman in harm's way just just to protect my manhood? No. Ego is a thing that I don't understand. I see a lot of people with it. Women, too, these days. Like, women got a, got a lot of it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. The logic doesn't the logic doesn't filter in, into my brain, and that's, and that's okay. That is A-OK. And just so for some of y'all who don't know what ego is, Right, ego. I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the definition of what an ego is. Right. I'm gonna tell you what the definition of an ego is. Um, a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Self-importance. Not everybody is meant to be the one, the guy, the gal, the them, the they. Not everybody's meant to be that one. Um. Self-esteem and self-importance is two different things to me. Self-esteem means, you know, you, you up on yourself. You know what I'm saying? You good. You, you feel good about yourself. You don't look down on yourself. Your self-esteem means, yo, you know you look good. You feel good. You, uh, 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 right? Self-esteem, sometimes if it's too high, it can be mistaken for arrogance. You know what I mean? Self-importance means that you got to be that one you got to be the guy i know that i say i'm that guy your guy mary g but i understand i'm not the guy to everybody but i am your guy catch it that guy your guy i'm your guy because if you're listening to me i'm your guy i appreciate it i love it that you're listening to me i appreciate it but i'm never going to be big headed and I'm like yo I'm so important to them that they love me, that they need me, that they, ah, ah, ah. Never that. That's that ego. That's that ego, that ego and arrogance. When ego, like like I say, self-esteem, you get arrogant, right? Then the self-importance, I think that's really the ego, right? Because you feel like people need you. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm this, I'm, I'm, I'm better than sliced bread. Can't be that. What kind of man are you dealing with? What kind of man are you? Are you okay 
And I'm asking any, and this is for any and everybody, what kind of man do you want in your life? What kind of man will you accept to be your partner in life and roll with? Right? What kind of man friend do you want? Do you want a man friend that's going to hit on you or do you want a man friend that's going to keep it real with you and make you laugh and respect you? Like what kind of friend, like what kind of man do you need in your life? There are all different types of versions of men. I promise you it is. Is there's there's no one almighty man, right? There's not. There's not the guy who got good dick, can change the tires, attentive uh to a woman's needs, uh, picks up the kids, um, is very technological, uh, very tech savvy, very smart and Talk with the best of the best. There's no one all man. That's every man. And go out and chop lumber and build houses and and, and MacGyver or MacGruber or anything in the world. There's there's no such thing as just one amazing all around all man. It's not. But it brings us to our song this week. And uh, I'm going to let y'all hear this. And then, you know, I'll be back right here in a second.
that was a song that was uh, the heavy. If y'all don't even heard the heavy, go check them out. The heavy, they got a couple good songs out there. Uh, that's uh, what makes a good man. That's from the album "The Glory Is Dead." Yo, shout out to them. I got to see them perform live here in the great state of Texas, and it was actually their first uh, live performance in the United States. Dope band, check them out. That's cool. But um, you know me, your boy, your guy, that guy. I'm not gonna be the dead horse. This was Old Ass Random Podcast. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys for uh, always listening and um, showing so much love. But, yeah, check it out. Once again, yo, what makes a good man? What what kind of man you want in your life? Think about it. Ask questions. And uh, you know what? Don't make daddy a sandwich if you can. Until next time, I'm that guy, your guy, the one and only Nerdy G. And I'm out.